0: Welcome to the Coven Collective Podcast,
1: hosted by Melissa Johnson, Molly Mitchell-Hartfield, and Pilar Brooks. We are three trained psychotherapists, intuitive healers,
2: and practicing witches, here to offer tools to deepen and expand your psychic
0: life. May we serve as channels for divine consciousness to come through in the transmission of this podcast. May the message be in service to the deepest roots and the highest expansion of the collective. May we embody this guidance.
1: Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, here we are. Here we are. Our first yeah. podcast, y'all. I know. Ugh feels like uh it's been brewing for a little while Mm -hmm.
0: like made it here Mm -hmm. sort of incredible to me like that we're, we're hitting this moment and for people listening uh molly melissa and i have all come together sort of like out of this pure organic creation of like yeah let's do something something together we don't know what it is but let's do it mm-hmm. and uh we've spent many months uh together in conversation
1: and uh here we are
0: yeah we're really <laughs> jumping in i know
1: and to like kind of rewind and look at the long road that has actually been to get us to this moment mm-hmm. it's kind of incredible <laughs> to think about all the synchronicities and all that pushed us to be together, to be, like, um, cultivating a really similar um, inner ideology. I mean, that's not a word I love, but um, kind of way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we actually all met in graduate school at Pacifica Graduate Institute Mm -hmm. studying depth psychotherapy, and that's, you know, where we trained as psychotherapists, and I know, like, almost everyone at Pacifica has a story about like the crazy synchronicities that brought them there Mm -hmm. to start their studies Mm -hmm. so um yeah I'm just kind of like honoring that piece yeah Yeah.
2: another thing with kind of jumping into this podcast today is I've been practicing or working on um, creating outside of perfection, because mm. like mm. if we wanted it to be perfect, it would never happen. Right. So yeah, I'm mm. proud to just yeah. jump birth, in. Is yeah. birth is messy. Birth yeah. is messy.
1: It's raw. It's yeah, bloody. Like <laughs> here we perfect. are. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. It's not going to be perfect, and it is what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And yeah. I think that's part of the the beauty of creating and mm-hmm. alchemy and togetherness and Like, there's, you know, obviously, like, the nervousness of creating something new Mm -hmm. together, but there's so much excitement because there isn't an order. We're not, you know, walking in here with a structure. Really, our only, like, main, quote-unquote, topic today is just to, like, discuss how we came together and, like, who we are, what we, what our intention is, and to, you know, leave room for that to grow
1: and evolve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. should we start by talking a little bit about who we are yeah does anyone want to feel called to like lead that off totally
0: (laughs) yeah well um like you said molly before we all met together at pacific graduate institute and we're all coming from the same cohort i think um our cohort. Um, in particular, had a very, very strong energy and a very bold <laughs> energy and a lot of a, witchy
2: energy. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. And you know, you hear that from other cohorts, and you know, if you go to retreats or like yoga teacher trainings or you know these like these spaces where you're you know it's a you're all coming from different paths but you all come together for like a very similar purpose and it's a deepening purpose into something like divine and sacred and i think that's what you know for us in coming together that's what you know graduate school represented for us we're all sort of like maybe we knew why we were led there together maybe we didn't but we all ended up there and came out with some meaning and tools um Yeah, and we're all, uh, you know, we've all gone through the process
1: of writing theses together, theses together, and... We should name the names of our theses. We should, yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mine was Pregnancy in the Patriarchy. Mm. Mine was Astrological Magic.
2: It's offering to the psychotherapist ritual psychotherapeutic ritual something like that mm, yeah. astrological <laughs> magic is <the> <laughs> nice
0: it's pretty um, potent <laughs> yeah um mine was the exploration of the relationship between the witch and the psychotherapist mm. um and I yeah that there was a a little more of a poetic title than I, it's <laughs> so funny we've written we've written these theses like a year ago, and that was such a like. They were like our babies. It was. It was such an intense process. It's funny to like bring up our
1: titles right
0: now. And I was like, oh. I'm like, oh, that wasn't the exact word it was, but, um,
1: yeah. We, I feel like on some level, those our theses like can it just explain so much about who we are mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. we bring yeah, to the moment, totally. to the table, and to like this really what our intention is being, um, moving forward the collective evolution of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And so, like, Mm -hmm. what we, the flavor each one of us brings to that is such, like, I think, um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: really Mm -hmm. expressed in our theses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, part of, part of the program where we met together You know, we were also, you know, doing our practicum hours. We were seeing, you know, psychotherapy clients for the first time and Mm -hmm. processing that That whole experience together. Big rites of passage. um, Huge. And now, you know, we're all in the space of, you know, our associateships and getting our hours to become licensed. And I think... You know, when I think of, like, the three of us coming together and why we, you know, it's still such an unfolding of, like, why did we all three pick each other other than we're really great friends and we all get along and have, like, just great times together, is that um, there's such a uh, just
1: organic nature yeah in, and I was gonna say like that. did we pick each other
0: no, <laughs> no, <right? laughs>
1: or did something else pick us yeah. Yeah. because it's funny like what happened was we were supposed to get on a call to talk about like as therapists um what's really common is to have a consult group where you talk mm-hmm. about um some of your cases and kind of like process through some things that are showing up some counter-transferences whatever whatever it might be showing up and We got on one of those calls, and like other people didn't show up to it, so it was just the three of us. And we kind of just like got into this place of wanting to create something, Mm. and we're like, I think we're supposed to create something together. And then I feel like there was such alchemy that happened, Mm -hmm. even at the very beginning, and I've just watched that grow and deepen, and like watching it work on me and through me mm-hmm. through our conversations and then after like processing mm-hmm. our conversations and you know the dreams that come up and like for yeah. the listener um we're like of the depth orientation which really like on a basic level acknowledges that this reality is not the only like the consensus reality that we can all agree upon is not the only one that's present mm-hmm. i mean that's one way mm-hmm. right of describing it and yeah. that like the unconscious is um, in many ways, influencing our thoughts, actions, feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost where I was going with that. Well, I wanted we to pick, pick up you back
0: yeah. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> I wanted to pick you back off because I think, uh, you know, in that I remember that call, I remember the space that I was in individually and I think this is, you know, for for all of us as well is that, we love being therapists it's you know it's a love-hate relationship obviously it's a really it's a tough job it's a very real job and i think anything really real and true like isn't always just this like ecstatic reward right um but that we all have these other um and deeper connections and sensitivities to like the world and people around us that i don't think everyone else does Um, And that, you know, perhaps like needed a space to be voiced and connected with because I know for me it was getting like a little bit lonely of like, oh my gosh, is this, is this the only thing that I chose like to do for my life? Like fresh out of grad school and like, yes, I love this, but there's still something more that I want to create. Like the creator in me just wanted to like keep going and keep being in relationship with that thing. And I I think that is, like, how we came to the... Even just, like, our name, too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was, like, this coven collective. Yeah.
1: Which really points to, like, our desire for village and community and for coming together and for um, really creating a channel for the feminine and also, like, specifically that kind of healer archetype Mm -hmm. that, you know... Because sometimes, like we've talked about before off air, is like psychotherapy is, again, amazing. And I think what's so great about it is that it's more like widely uh, received in the greater collective. Um, And yet when you think psychotherapist, it's like people kind of, an image comes up and it might be a little bit more like doctor in a lab coat kind of vibe. And I know like, I don't want to speak for all of us, but I know that all of us have it's so much deeper than that and it's so much more rich than that and it does include this kind of um, wise woman healer which um, connecting with the land connecting with the greater forces at work the astrological component the somatic component like it's Mm -hmm. so big and so how do we come into a space where we get to like express and talk about and you know really work through all of these really big things that mm-hmm. we're actively like um, expanding into because we're such thinkers and learners mm-hmm, yeah. all three of us you yeah. know
2: yeah I think part of our intention with what we're creating together like we said we're, we're kind of leaving it very open to grow and breathe and move um, but part of it is the community building and like we want to talk about those weird things that made us feel alienated growing Mm -hmm. up, like the intuitive things, the, you know, all of that that you feel like you're weird and there's no one else that has these experiences. Um, but building a community around that and Mm -hmm. holding a space where we can dive deeper and explore all that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I love, you know, like another word for these sort of like other dimensions or realms or, you know, whatever is, I like to call it like the unseen world Mm. because it's sort of like it Mm. is it's not something that our like human body senses can always feel though like maybe one of our senses is a little more tuned into that whole realm but I think that's what we're we're really trying to like grapple with and integrate into our own lives like personal Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. professional Mm -hmm. how does that like how does that inform us as the healers, the therapists, the witch, the the shaman, the medicine woman? Like, how does that inform all of those roles that exist inside all of us right. in, like, our community mental health
1: mm-hmm. agencies? Right, right. It's like square peg, round hole. Pa- yes, yes. Like, <laughs> how do
0: we... Totally. Yeah, what does yeah. that look like lived out in the real world? <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Yeah. right. And, and then, like, the big piece that I think, like comes up so much in our conversations is like being one who this is a term that came from another podcast that it just it resonates so deeply but being one who's like skinless which is another way to say like Mm -hmm. a highly sensitive person Mm -hmm. like how do you do that in a world that isn't sensitive you know at least in the current way of being Mm -hmm. you know like being sensitive I remember as a child that was like not only not acknowledge, but it wasn't a positive thing, Mm, you know? Right. So to kind of reclaim and own that as an adult Mm. and look at the shame that I carried around that coming out when I was a child as anger Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: how that feels so out of alignment with being like you know, Mm -hmm. a Zen Yogi, which was like my first kind of initiation Mm -hmm. into the unseen and all that is like how to reconcile those things and how to care for the highly sensitive inner child how to care for myself in this greater context like that we live in Mm -hmm. can be really hard but i think like that that we are creating a space where we can talk about the um the subtleties and the power that comes from Like, it's an empowered place versus, like, a place of, like, I don't fit in and it feels really shitty to be. Something's wrong with me. Yeah, something's wrong with me. I Like, it doesn't feel good out there. It's like, okay, but if we can create a place where, like, this is normalized and okay and actually, like, a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think part of what we want to do is, um, like, welcome anyone else out there, like you said, who, who kind of has these feelings of, like, where do I fit, or mm-hmm. um, what's wrong with me? am like, I like, crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, either having psychic experiences, mm-hmm. or, like, chronic illness. I've just found so many people with chronic illness are highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, digestive issues, like, I mean, mm-hmm. the list goes on. Yeah. I think those, you know, those two who
0: have um, suffered and, and endured some sort of, like, significant trauma in their life yeah. is also, you know, that that trauma may have initiated them into this unseen world, whether yeah. they wanted to mm-hmm. or not. I know Donald Calshed, uh, Cal right? Yeah. His first name's Donald, right? Donald? last name's Calshed. <laughs> I
1: think it's wow that's That's funny how it's all like all three of us it's like so funny
0: it is donald well his his book trauma and the soul i know for me in our in our program was like whoa just so eye-opening and that the whole theme of you know trauma sort of coming in as this really penetrative event or just like chronic scene chronic relationship that keeps coming in and wants to almost, like, devour and, like, take the soul. Mm. But the the soul is taken care of by this unseen world. For not everyone. Right. But for a lot of us, I know for myself, that feels so resonant Mm -hmm. to my story. And how, like, coming into this role as a therapist, as a healer, as a witch, of, like, really really reclaiming that, <clears throat> that space, like, mm-hmm. really, like, thanking that unseen world, thank you for holding my soul in this safe place, yeah. and mm-hmm. so, so that I could return home to it, and then, like, reintegrate yeah. and mm-hmm. embody that.
2: And one of the dangers with that place is you can get stuck there, right. yes. yeah, many people do, so, yeah, we will want to also incorporate how to, um, ground and embody, mm-hmm. like, from that realm like what and bring it back into right. kind of the earthly day to day
1: what's like sort of I guess wanting to come through right now it's like somewhat of a pivot but it's what a little bit of what we were talking about um, Melissa and I earlier today about like the evolution of consciousness from the undifferentiated feminine because mm-hmm. it's like it, it feels like it's somewhat parallel in a weird way mm-hmm. you know the trauma story because I think that well I guess I'll finish that one thought my ADD, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that, you know, we started, you know, in early tribal society in an undifferentiated state. It was a feminine consciousness, but there was no ego differentiation. So, Mm -hmm. like you were saying before, Melissa... No consciousness,
2: essentially. Right, exactly. So,
1: like, ego and the unconscious were fused. Mm -hmm. And though our entire reality now is built off of ego... It was an important part of the evolution of consciousness because ego had to come out of the unconscious. Mm. And I loved how you said it before of now we need to build a bridge from the ego mm. back to the unconscious. Because from a differentiated place. Right, mm. right. So that's the individuation journey on a collective, on a collective level. Yeah. And then like if we if we don't check the ego, if we just stay disconnected like in this Kali Yuga state of disconnection, loneliness... Um, like, it, we will learn our demise soon. Mm. <laughs> Sooner rather than later, mm. you know. So it's it's vital and essential that we build that bridge. Yeah. Um, because it's sort of like that parallel journey. Because I think that on some level, the differentiation process, the individuation process is a trauma on the collective. Like, mm-hmm. there is a collective trauma that yeah. has happened. And it, it's it's like that inner journey of resolving trauma is the same thing as this Mm. like collective journey of of solving collective trauma um and aren't we on a collective journey right now? we so are i mean like moving so fast and it's more clear than ever i mean at least to us (laughs) but like i guess like the other thing that's showing up is like what i struggle with as a therapist like um square peg, round hole vibe is, yeah. like, how do you not scare people? <laughs> how do you not, like, totally blow people out or, like, yeah, yeah like, scare them away, being like, I'm a witch, you know? Um, totally. But not numb out those capacities when you're sitting in the room with somebody. Because, mm-hmm. I, for me, I haven't quite integrated where, like, I can... It's it's just hard to move between them because I'm always checking with the other person like are they gonna yeah. re- be able to receive this yeah. you know yeah so um, yeah I guess that's just yeah out for the- I just got an image too of like you know
0: you you as the therapist us as the therapist and then the client and then vice versa when we're in the other you know seat in the room we're we're both like trying to build a bridge to each other. Mm-hmm. To, to try and understand each other, like, yeah. on a relational level, you know, because we're all working with, like, our unconscious and conscious, like, all the time. Right. Even if like, right. you're with your therapist or we are the therapist, like, right. we're constantly working out our stuff, even with another person. Yeah. we've we've gone through a very specific training mm-hmm. on how to decipher and differentiate of, like, okay, that's mine. And then that's yours. And that, I feel like right. in this role, and I feel like for anyone who's a healer out there, that is just so essential mm-hmm. to learn that differentiation process.
1: Yeah. Mm. I'm, because, I'm right there. I know. Like still, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. what is mine, you know? Yeah. It's such big work. It Except, especially like I think a lot of therapists, I mean I don't want to speak for everyone, but... I definitely came in with no boundaries in this lifetime Mm -hmm. so like building boundaries and knowing Mm -hmm. like what's my energetic container versus somebody else's in the room like and how to differentiate those and like to know my own energy as its own contained Mm -hmm. thing you know that's been like such big work in my life and Mm -hmm. I think yoga and meditation and movement have really helped because it's like going Mm -hmm. into that Home place inside, and being like, Oh, yeah, this is like this feels so whole Mm -hmm. and good. Mm -hmm. Ah, And then, where does
2: that meet the collective? Because you know, right when it does kind of fade in, right? Yeah,
1: and and so, like, it's almost like a dance, Mm. you know, like, yeah, because like we were talking about before, too, about we were saying the personal is the collective, and the collective is the personal, so like, oh my god, that makes it even more like obscure how do you it feels like um, it's not a it's not like a wall it's mm-hmm. like a permeable so like fluid. cellular layer you know right. things can get in and out but there is some sort of like filtration system well especially you know?
2: for um, sensitive people you yeah. know like it can be that barrier can be almost too thin right. and we need you know mm-hmm. we need yeah. to learn to differentiate
1: ourselves yeah which is why I think there's so much um, like compassion fatigue in our field and mm-hmm. burnout is because people aren't holding theirs themselves as a container and right. maybe aren't don't have like rituals in place or ways to clear energy or ways to kind of like come back to themselves mm-hmm. after a big mm-hmm. session or and even if you do it still hard, you know, if yeah. there's a big activating thing. Totally. And then you know what blows my mind is that it used to be, for people who don't know, it used to be required for MFTs to be licensed to have their own personal therapy hours, and now it's not, mm. which I just find to be insane. I mm. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, the old models, that's yeah. how it was, and now it's not. I mean, like, that's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, it's not, like, not even what? all programs require Right. Right. And I think you know it's the same for anyone who sits in the role of the healer, like yeah. any yeah. kind of healer. You need healer, to do your own work. There's so there's so much work that, you know, the the more we gain that awareness and attunement and like ground into our own essence and protect that, yeah, and then differentiate it, but also relate to another person. Like right. I think that's the key: is the the knowing when it's separate, but then never. S- never cutting like never cutting the cord mm-hmm. between like how we are so connected right. and how we are sending all of those messages out together.
1: My supervisor said it really well and I really appreciated her way. Like she often does like a mindfulness drop in at the beginning of her sessions with people mm-hmm. and she, so she's like okay this is mine oh, okay and I can feel mm-hmm. theirs and then yeah. she'll plug in mm-hmm. and I love that image because it's like yeah. okay then at the end you mm-hmm. unplug yeah. you know yeah. and I just think that image is containing for mm-hmm. you know the process that happens and then the piece about like our unconsciouses work on each other mm-hmm. whether we want them to or not so mm-hmm. kind of almost like answering my Query? 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 Anyway. <laughs> Question. Um, is like in the room, no matter what, whether you're like bringing your witchy stuff in or not, you are because mm-hmm. your unconscious is present and so is theirs. And us being depth psychotherapists, like, are very much attuned with that reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That there's work going on in the room that is very unseen. Yeah. And, and that's like, where
2: the real transformation and healing occurs, totally. in my opinion. Totally. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I wonder, like, I wonder what it's like for people who aren't depth-oriented, you know? Like, if there is, like, is the same thing happening? Or, like, do you know what I yes. mean? Like, it, 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 yes. Yeah, and, but yes, and. You know? Yeah. It mm-hmm. seems like, it's like we're really creating, I mean, not to, like, put ourselves above or anything, but it's really sacred space that we're in like a potent energetic Mm -hmm. container that we're creating like a portal really Mm -hmm. for people to enter and to like really swim in the vastness of being the vastness of consciousness. And I think in some ways that accelerates the alchemy that can happen Mm -hmm. when two unconsciouses are Kind
2: of yeah. yeah. well we're more skilled Learning in dipping other. in and out right. of the unconscious. Right. I think.
0: Right. I think too, like being specifically trained in depth psychotherapy is that we're we're not just trained in cognitive behavioral therapy or dialectical right. behavioral therapy. Like the those theories and approaches are so mega useful. Mm-hmm. I know I use them with my clients all the time, but the, the, the umbrella and like this major I mean I think of like depth, you know the, the depth psychological spiritual lens holds so much it holds, it just is like one of those words or terms that covers yeah. mm. a really wide spectrum of approaches into like the psychological, somatic spiritual right. life right. and what that you know what that means and spirals into and in our mm-hmm. own individual selves yeah. and how that's like transmuted or connected with other people right so it's you know in a in a lot of ways i think you know i think we're all very big fans of that that term or that usage but that we're not just ex- we're not just like when we say depth psychology or depth psychotherapy like it, it, it's not just like this, like, oh, deeper therapy, right, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> which I get the question all the time, yeah. I mean, yes, you could argue, like, yes, it is a deeper kind of therapy, well, soul-oriented, and soul yes. is the dimension Trends down, yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you for saying soul,
1: mm. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. really, psychology, psyche, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that I think that is like a huge differentiating factor in specifically depth psychology versus even mm-hmm. transpersonal psychology, mm-hmm. which I think is in the umbrella of depth psychology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Yeah. And th- the that depth component gets you back into like the the soil and like the um, the earth and mm-hmm. the soul, you know, versus the, the spirit, yeah. which I think we have to acknowledge both in order to be whole, but. That I think sometimes we like we can go one without the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be so easy to go. I think often we go more spirit because it's it's dense here, man. It's yeah. dense on earth. Like of course I wanna be zipping around in spirit world <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like astral plane vibe, you know? That sounds great. And yet here I am. Right in In this body, body. and, like, there are so many clunky things I have to do, (laughs) you know? Like, every day I have to brush my teeth and (laughs) Mm -hmm. take a shower and, you know, like...
2: And this is where the real work is done. Yes. You know? Yes. Mm -hmm. In these constraints of time and space that feel heavy, but that... It almost feels like the work here, because of those constraints, it, like, exponentiates on other Right, realms. right. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I, I love... Um, what's his name? His last name's Um, He's this man we all listen to uh, on a podcast called Psychology Today. Mm-hmm. I mean, Psychedelics Today. Yes. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 Um, And he was saying, <clears throat> complaining about life is like a weightlifter complaining about the weights. Mm, and yeah. I love that oh, because, great. like... That is what it's like mm-hmm. on some level. We are here weightlifting. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. we're here doing that really deep, intense work. And I love the idea that it ripples out to, like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the all the different dimensions. And that mm-hmm. it does... It, it is exponential, even though here, with our limited perception as humans, feels so slow <laughs> yeah, and so arduous, yes. you know. Yeah. And yet... On a different dimensional level, you could look down it's, like, just so quick. Like, you know, lifetimes are going by. Yeah,
0: I think about that all the time and it goes back to the, you know, the whole time and space thing and theory and idea and how, you know, in a lot of ways, like, I know for me, yeah, it can feel really slow to live in a human body and, like, the whole the whole span of our lives feels like this really like we're you know, we're these like spiritual multi-dimensional beings in this like very, you know, this this human like body that's yes <laughs> mm. and that and that is like, you know, it gravity holds us down to this mm. rock spinning around mm. and we we are, you know, having these experiences on this realm that feel, to me sometimes like so much quote unquote slower yeah. than than what would happen outside the body right. and you know l- you know looping it back to you know the not so fun word of trauma mm-hmm. like when when we do you know protect ourselves one of our one of our responses is the freeze response mm. and that's typically when we dissociate. Oh, I know that in my body
1: so right. Well. And we
0: all do. Like, we're yeah. all, we're all, these bodies that we're in, they're, they're animal bodies. Right. Every, you know, every animal on this, on this earth has the fight or flight freeze responses. And when we, when we freeze, we, we jump out of our body because it's too much right. to be fully aware mm. of what's happening to us in that yeah. circumstance. and, and To be, being, like, integrated. Yeah. yeah. And even if we're... Even if it's not a state of trauma. Right. Like, even if we're just in the... Just, like, the daily stress of life. Totally. Like, yeah, sometimes it's nice to...
1: Tune out. out. Tune out. Watch Netflix. Yes. <laughs> like, right? Whatever it might be. Insert. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and to leave because... um Because it's
0: not as, you know, gravitational. Yeah. Because we can sort of have this elusive, like floating around kind of power in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that like within, you know, the whole spiritual community, there's so much spiritual bypassing. Yes. There's so much bypassing of like what, what your like human body, what your emotional self has, like, what is that feeling? Like, yes, you are this like big cosmic, you know, spirit, entity in yeah. this in this body
1: but um you're also a body mm. and, and like, you're also living through this and like i mean part of me wants to pause and um like have us define spiritual bypass does yeah, that feel totally yeah. yeah does anyone have like a real libido <laughs> for that right do i have to do it because i said that okay fine i might butcher this but um the way i view spiritual bypassing is like using spiritual tenets and ideas in order to kind of, like, downplay or um, uh, minimize the truth and reality of, like, the the human experience that's happening mm-hmm. here. So, like, some let's say somebody dies, and it's like, oh, but we're eternal beings, you don't have to be sad. And it's like, no, the grieving process is part right. of the healthy experience right. of... <laughs> losing somebody and being in a body and being human and it just reminds me of this like like I have a frustration around how sleepy and hazy and obscured this reality is it's Mm -hmm. like sometimes I'm just like just turn on the lights like turn on the lights (laughs) come on wake up because when I have those hits of like waking up it's like oh yeah Mm -hmm. you know and then you have to come Mm -hmm. back to like Mm, but, but like, I had this shitty situation with my boss, or whatever, yeah. you know? It's, yeah. like, so, you get so big and so small. Yeah. And so, like, that frustration of the haziness, um, and yet, like, can we find the divine there? Can we find right. the divine right. in the, like, very human mm-hmm. yes. stuff of life yeah. that is dense? Like, it is... All of it's divine. The plastic is divine. Like, what? You know? <laughs> Hard to grok, but, like, yeah. Mm. <sighs> <sighs> I know, right? i
0: come back into the <sighs> body. Yeah, that's... Those are, you know, these aren't, like, small and light ideas. Yeah. And I think even just talking about them, you know, I always learn what, as I speak about it and I learn, like, as I listen to you guys talk about it and even just like other, other podcasts out there. And like, I think that that's a, I remember that being part of one of our conversations of like, okay, what do we make or like start together? And I think it was you Molly was like, I think I learn best when I'm like listening to people in dialogue yeah, and then You and I, Melissa, were like, "Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense." And like, yeah, it was like this light bulb that went off, and you know, just to, just to come, you know, back to the ground of like, yeah, we're, we are, just these, the three of us I know are just so curious, yeah, and like just want to learn, 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 and uh, even just by us having these kinds of conversations, like we we aren't experts, right. But we do, we have dedicated, I think, our life and our purpose to understanding and learning about these yeah. sorts of things. So, yeah, I just wanted to name just, the, like, also yeah. the humanness and all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And, like, what is an expert? Sorry, yeah. God. <laughs> you know? It's, like, yeah. some lofty thing. Because yeah. sometimes I get caught in that where I'm like, well, then I need to get a PhD. You know? It's like, well, we have masters. Like, we have some expertise in something, you know? Yeah. But how, like, you can always feel like the the, um, the fraud. Always. Mm-hmm. You know? No matter how many accolades you have. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, what was coming up for me listening to you was, like, you know, we can all have this escapism tendency and like going to that ethereal magical world can be you know exciting and but but really like here is where here on in this realm is kind of the biggest risk to yeah. live here fully and be oh, present
1: yeah. here right wow I yeah love that. yeah if you have the most to lose yeah i love that the the term like it's a risk mm-hmm. yeah
0: there's like some excitement in that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: like some people who use maybe drugs to escape this mm-hmm. reality and and seek that kind of risk behavior mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. the excitement. No, the risk is
1: here and really. engaging yeah. and like being like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna love, I'm gonna get my heart broken, yeah. I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. like I mean, it, it's it's like when I actually think about it, it's terrifying, you of know, course. and because yeah. like especially having recently become a mother it's like the stakes just like got so much higher yeah. and on some level I feel so much more like earthbound than ever before mm. in my life mm. in a positive and negative way like I think before I was always like I could just kind of unhitch and like mm. untether mm. and disappear mm. and float <laughs> off and that would be fine you know <laughs> and now I'm like I can't do that like mm. oh fuck yeah. but what that like the kind of like resolve and resiliency mm. that's given me and like okay life we're doing this, Mm. like, I'm here, like, we're going for it, but then on the flip side, how much that's made me have to go back to, like, having faith, because, Mm. like, God forbid, like, all these horrible things that could happen that would, like, destroy my Mm. heart, that, like, having a child, it's, like, that kind of trope about your heart being on the outside Mm. is so true, Mm. and to have to, like, hold that tension, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. like, it makes me want to cry in this moment, Mm. it's so intense. You know, and like you said, that's the risk. Mm -hmm. It's like being here, doing the human Mm -hmm. thing. Like that's, that's the stuff. I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it
0: is really big. And I, I, you know, in our, in our opening prayer too, we were, you know, writing this prayer together and. You know, is something that we want to open. You know, every episode with as like a a chair, a, a chair, <laughs> a cha- <laughs> We're in that zone. We're in the 40s. I know we are. Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say as like a chant or a prayer or a spell a or
1: chair. a. It's a it's chair, a chair. A prayer. It's a you
0: chair. Pr- <laughs> <laughs> it's a chair prayer, guys. It's a witchy chair prayer. <laughs> Oh my
1: god! That's so funny.
0: Uh, um, totally lost my train of thought. Is a but... chant or a
1: prayer? <laughs> to oh, the
0: the um, we we want to facilitate space and dialogue around like using using you know the powers and the empowerment of channeling the unseen world but then also like having your fucking feet on the ground mm-hmm. and that is like it, to me is just the epitome of the the human condition yeah. and that's the challenge of it and it's like you know i think the tension that's where it's yeah. at yeah the I integration think, into mm-hmm. this world yeah i know i know and i don't think it's ever complete <laughs>
1: I think it's we such just such an say, ever. Yeah. It's, I feel like there's always the tension. You're always Ooh, just holding, totally, the tension. yeah. And things <laughs> are being born in the tension. Yeah. You know, like constantly. Oh, so really it's like, always like, holding the tension. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Yeah. And biceps are getting so strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
0: Someone's someone said to me the other day of like, the thing about being human is like we're we're in school, like. Being mm-hmm. human is, like, being on earth is like being in school yeah. for an entire life. Yeah. And I feel, yeah that's, yeah, that's what it is. And how
1: beautiful, like, to be the, like, what I think, um, kind of beyond the idea of, like, needing to be an expert to, like, always be the teacher and the student, the teacher and the mm-hmm. student, you know, and, like, that's, those are the two wheels that mm-hmm. are, like, mm-hmm. moving this bicycle, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. teacher and student, because I think as soon as you're a teacher and not a student, like, there's something, there's, like, there's a complex, Go, it's yeah. not good, yeah. you yeah. know, and, like, if you're just the student, then it's, like, you're receiving a lot, and it's time to, like, yes mm. you know, speak your truth, speak your voice, mm. self-express, Yeah. so, like, that kind of, whoosh, that keeps the well-oiled machine going. Which is the same thing as the therapist getting their own therapy or the healer getting their own healing, you know, like.
0: Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, my goodness. I I, feel
1: like we should read that poem. I was literally just about to say
0: that. Who wants to read it out loud? Do you
1: mind if I read it? Yeah, of course. I have it. Okay, Um,
0: good. Pulled up. Amazing. Yeah, this is a poem. Funny, really lovely little backstory I thought I got um a a total like on accident Amazon delivery of this book and it's it's the book Poetry of Presence and it has this like beautiful swan in the front and I was like I know I didn't order this and it didn't have like a note or anything I'm like oh my god it's a sign from the universe like so beautiful and I was I have I was like drinking coffee on my floor and just like crying out of like gratitude for this beautiful book that I received and I'm like sending pictures of all these poems to friends like and I sent I sent this poem to my friend who had stayed with me for the weekend and she's like I'm so glad you love the
1: book oh Oh
0: my god I had no idea that you sent and we had this moment of like i'm that's so beautiful that you sent me the poem without
1: knowing like
0: i was like yeah i totally thought it was an amazon like glitch
1: or whatever that's actually happened to me like multiple times with amazon I've sent books to friends and Uh they're like like my friend literally posted on instagram like who sent me this book and i'm like it was me
0: oh my god so cute but yeah this this was um a poem that i sent the three of us that morning when I was like, Oh, I'm like just like channeling these poems for like which friends I want to send them to and I thought it was very appropriate for
1: Yeah. For what
0: we're talking about.
1: It's well, it like it. I know it touched all of us so mm. deeply. We were all so like yeah moved, moved by it. Okay. So it's called Instructions for the Journey by Pat Schneider. The self you leave behind is only the skin you have outgrown. Don't grieve for it. Look to the wet, raw, unfinished self, the one you are becoming. The world, too, sheds its skin, politicians, cataclysms, ordinary days. It's easy to lose this tenderly unfolding moment. Look for it, as if it were the first green blade after a long winter. Listen for it, as if it were the first clear tone in a place where dawn is heralded by bells. And if all that fails, wash your own dishes. Rinse them. Stand in your kitchen, at your sink. Let the cold water run between your fingers. Feel it.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. (laughs) Wowza. Wowza. That feels like maybe a good place to close. Yeah, it does.
0: I was feeling that too. and Yeah, what a beautiful way to end it.